Osirian, nighttime. Weather cold, a bright bonfire. 4699 Absalom Reckoning. An Osirian soldier in traditional garb, leathers. He looks nervous. I, I can only charge you one copper per head. Normally, I'd charge five times that. We turn to see a man standing beside a bonfire. He is middle-aged, greasy, and fat. However, he is wearing immaculate black robes and bearing a diamond pendant around his neck, depicting a fly inset with a skull. He slowly nods as he tends to the flames and pulls out a small handful of coins, carelessly tossing them into the sand at the soldier's feet. The soldier stoops to pick up the coins, noticing only the gold. Oi! Packmaster Yevnar said just one copper each. The fat man, still staring at the fire, barely shrugs. As the slaver starts to gather his supplies, Fine, my tip then. He proceeds to unhook the pair of caged wagons from their mules, tying off the work animals to his horse, mounting and riding alongside the fat man. Packmaster doesn't care about those. He jabs his thumb over his shoulder to the first cart. But the lieutenant? Oh, he wants him to suffer. The fat man again slowly nods. With a look and a gesture, a group of zombies appear from the darkness behind the greasy cleric, two picking up torches and lighting them in the roaring flames. At the sight of the walking corpses, the soldier's eyes widen as obvious fear passes over his face. He kicks his heels in the warhorse's flanks, pulling his reins to the side to leave camp. Wait. The group of zombies shuffle over to the pair of carts, one torchbearer to each cage. In the first cart, three Assyrians wait in fear. A beautiful young woman holding an infant tightly to her breast, and a boy no older than ten, standing between his mother and the cage door. The young man stands defiantly, chin up, chest out, with fists clenched, prepared to protect his family. In the second cart, a single naked man, chiseled from a lifetime of combat and training, sits on his knees hands chained behind him, and mouth gagged by rope and cloth. His eyes furrowed in anger, he struggles against his bonds. So many mouths to feed. Children, give offering to the pallid princess. The fat man nods and points to the trio in the first cart. The small horde quickly moves to open the cage of the first cart as the camera shifts to the bound man in the second. His features melt from the arched anger to pleading desperation as his hate is consumed by fear. Tears run down his face as muffled cries become drowned out by the sounds of tearing flesh, a retching Osirian slaver, and screams of agony that finally die down to a gurgle. Silence. The camera pans back to the fat man as he turns attention to the first cart. With an unholy voice that echoes through the sand dunes, the dark priest calls down the power of his goddess. 
After a few minutes, creaking is heard from the first cart as the group of zombies return to the fireside, covered with blood and viscera. Behind them, two forms follow in the darkness. Newly cursed undead bodies of a young woman and a boy, both honored with the blessings of Ergothoa. Slowly, they shamble into the light of the bonfire. The fat man gestures toward the flames, when as if a moth drawn to the light, the young zombie boy turns and steps into the fire. Its body wavers slowly, finally collapsing in the heat as strangled cries of despair sound from the second cart in the dark. My gift to you, my love. The priest chants, his arms held high. When the young boy finally falls completely still, consumed by flames, the young wife moves to the bonfire as well. Instead of stepping into the flames, she stops, taking the rod from the fat man's hand and pulling from the embers a glowing symbol identical to the one around the priest's neck. The young woman begins to shuffle toward the second cart. Now, be still while we mark our new prize. With another short gesture and quick prayer, an unholy force locks the young man's muscles tight as his dead wife slips the brand between the bars of the cage and holds the glowing skull steady on the man's cheek until the iron returns to black. All the while, he screams in muffled agony. The young woman, corpse, then drops the brand into the sand dune as she returns to the side of the priest. His eyes turn to her as he runs the back of his hand along the side of her cheek, a look of lust in his eyes. Mm, delicious. Don't worry, Lieutenant. I won't let her get cold. <laughs> Slowly, he draws the woman's hand up to his mouth and begins to suck on her finger. Suddenly, with a loud crunch, he bites her finger off and slowly begins chewing with a moan of pleasure. Taking a moment to savor his morsel, Father Perry slowly turns to face the soldier, a look of euphoria in his eyes. Oh yes, he will suffer. Fade to black. Safi jerks awake, sits straight up in bed covered in sweat, tears running down his cheeks. Slowly, he uncovers himself and rolls to the side, sitting up and placing his bare feet on the floor, holding his face in his hands, still sobbing. I am so sorry. He then reaches over to the nightstand to grab his holy symbol to Caden Kalian. With a quick prayer, he beseeches his god to grant him ale, yet only water fills his wooden mug. Please, my lord, not yet. I am trying so hard, but all I feel is hate. Please, not yet. I'm just not ready yet. After a brief moment, 
the water darkens to ale. Thank you, my lord. Safi empties the mug, then three more after it. A few minutes pass when he quickly hops up, cleaning his face and putting on his clothing. With a deep breath, Safi brightly says to no one as he leaves his room to join his friends. Well, time to save Sandpoint. Just wow. I don't know if everybody knows who the fat man was in what we just read, but if you don't, do you want to tell him? Do you want to tell everybody who that was? Well, you say his name at the very end of the scene. Do we? Yeah. I don't even remember saying it, and I just read it. You're traumatized. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's actually a character from Cold Shot Podcast that we did, like a two-session like one-off evil interlude kind of yeah deal. our yeah. evil characters for called shot that was father perry and it's the fact that you have brought this character to life murders me oh he's creepy mm. he yeah like it, that character is awful. i think it, he's awful he's yeah awful. but he's so real you know what i mean <clears throat> uh, when we were recording that for that scene we had to take a break after his part was done because like it was just creepy. You're in just, that mindset now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get out of that. Mm. I had to take my fingers away. <laughs> yeah. Delicious. Oh, God. Oh, ooh. ooh. For, for the Halloween party, ooh. I'm going to have Jilly build some finger bones for you so we can crunch. Oh, yeah. It'll be, oh, be fun. God. Oh. It'll be chocolate and graham cracker, though. It'll be, it'll be okay. great. I don't think I can handle that. <laughs> not with that, not with They're that delicious. noise, that sick slurping just. All right, so now that we have cleansed Father Perry from our system, we got to get out the evil. We got to feel Ooh, get yeah. get back in Safi. That should also clear up. There's some. Di- there was a discussion on Discord as a to, little fan theory. Yeah, a little fan theory as to Father or as to uh, Safi's backstory or forward story or some sort of anyway fan fiction that people were saying that Father Perry and Safi were the same person, which I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a after reading it, it is very. Brilliant how they came up with it, but hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Safi is too good. Yes. I love Safi and Safi loves me. I just hope we get to see more of uh, what led Safi to that point. That's crazy. Yeah, oh, there's man. I got some other scenes I'm writing up to. I hope so. Backstory. Oh, how about now? No, no, mm. not yet. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to wait like everybody else. I'm not patient. Me neither. I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> So everybody went to sleep last week at level two. Safi had a terrible, awful dream about his past. And then you all wake up. Uh, We discussed about what was going to happen here. Safi, did you? Well, actually, you know what? Let's talk about level three first. I think we're at that point. Uh, Everybody leveled up. 
Level three is so level much three. fun. It's awesome. And it is a it's great huge. level. Every time I can, I can never wait until I get to level three. Yeah, like levels milestone. three through five are my favorite yeah, playing levels. Three and five honestly. are great. Yeah, no joke. It's before you get to the multiple attacks. I love levels three through five. I'm not gonna lie. All right, so who wants to go first? And let's talk about what class features and other fun toys you get at level three. All right, I guess I'll go first since everyone's staring at me. <laughs> Make it happen. Uh, so uh, my Magus is now level three, which means I get Dervish Dance. So that wonderful. Oh, very cool. Yes. What, what is that? I don't know if that is. Uh, so basically either. it allows me to use my scimitar with my dexterity bonus. You have a scimitar? I do. I have a plus one scimitar that I got in you the got campaign. A- oh, right. Yeah, you kind of gave that to me from the three-handed goblin. Uh, so I have that scimitar, and now I can use it. My base attack bonus with that scimitar is plus seven, but I also picked up a wonderful little feat of arcane accuracy, which will give me a plus three to that plus seven. So now Dang, I have a plus a ten to my attack with that scimitar. Not feeling so bad about smashing that bow now, are you? No, not so much. Also, you were <laughs> talking about multiple attacks. Well, I can do multiple attacks if I use my spell combat. Yeah, well, and we spell have strike. Flurry of Welcome to the there. party, buddy. Yes. <laughs> right. And if I use my uh, arcane accuracy with that, it's a plus ten to both of the attacks. Ooh. Holy cow, that's awesome! You guys just want to skip to the end of book two? No, no. <laughs> yeah. okay, How good. dare you? Good. I'm only level here. three. <laughs> I can only do it four times per rest. Oh, geez, just four. Oh no. <laughs> So all that's based off your arc- arcane pool, right? You that is. Several different uh, abilities. I, that's really cool. Yep. I like that. The pool is cool. Pool. It is cool. <laughs> the cool pool. Welcome yeah. to the cool pool. <laughs> you other people no, with your one attack no. sitting in the kiddie pool. So you got a feat of level three too, right? I did. That was the uh, arcane accuracy. Oh, is it? Okay. Right. Anna, what you got? What you got for level three? <laughs> no, Dervish Dance was the feat. Arcane accuracy was my uh, MAGA skill. Gotcha. All right. Well, I guess I get to come into the cool pool too, okay? Because now I have rapid shot. Yes! Oh, <laughs> oh, nice! So you Everybody can shoot. has multiple attacks. Yes. Like I said, you can shoot us nice. in the back twice now. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm done. You know what? She took precise you know shots. She has precise shots. She's fine. You know what? Shot. Shot. Just, you know yeah, what? It's cool. You know what? It's Everything's cool. Yeah. I was a little worried, though, because I know how I roll. I, I roll like shit when I use that bow, and I get, I think it's a negative two to attack. Yeah, but that's okay. But you get two shots. But yeah, exactly. That's actually really great. So you're level three, so your BAB went up one. So that kind of nullifies a little bit of that. So that's good. But I also got to choose a favored terrain at level three. Oh, nice. What did you pick? I chose the forest. I was hoping you were going to go for desert. (laughs) (laughs) It was a close second. (laughs) (laughs) Because Jin Lee spends so much time in the desert. God, she looked like a tomato with hair <laughs> yeah she Waffle. would just super yeah. sunburned peeling all the time <laughs> yeah. that's pretty cool rapid shot favorite terrain anything else fun for the ranger yeah, that was that was the high point for me I was think. it rapid shot your feet feet or was that ranger stuff uh, that was my feet okay. and the terrain was my ranger stuff gotcha okay. mm-hmm. All right, well, let's, uh, let's visit Benjen next. Awesome. So uh, I went ahead and took another level in Monk, Unchained Monk. So I finally have access to my Key Pool, which allows me to do Key Flurry, which is an extra attack during Flurry of Blows. So I now have three attacks <laughs> if I spend a point. Fuck me. <laughs> um, and, you know, I also got access to allow my fist to be magical to overcome DR. So pretty stoked about that. Nice. Fuck me. Did it glow? <laughs> 
They probably glow. I like, like to think like that. Like green. the scales shimmer now. Yeah. Yeah. They just like, like a goblin that's got a fairy fire cast on it or something. Oh, yeah. 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 I wouldn't know anything about that. Oh, <laughs> and it, it changes colors familiar. every time you use it. <laughs> I also went ahead and took a new weapon. Uh, so that way, next time we have a little creature that flies above us that I can't reach... I have a weapon with reach now. Oh, so you did a little bit of sh- sh- shopping as well? I shopped a little bit. Just a That's little cool. bit shopping. Uh, I took a double-chained comma. I'm trying to picture what that looks like. It's pretty cool. Basically, it's a bow staff that's split into uh, different sections, like two-foot sections that are connected <laughs> with a length of chain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's like uh, nunchucks with a staff in the middle. Kind of. It's a lot bigger than that, though. It's actually right. got an eight-foot length of chain on it. Whoa. So oh that's God. why it's got reach. Wow. Yeah. That's Noise. painful. Noise. And it's a monk weapon, so I can use all my stuff with it. Great. And they're bladed. Oh, yeah. And the Great. most, my favorite thing about it, uh, this level, was I took a really awesome feat that allows me to make swift actions with my tail, including pulling potions as a swift action. <laughs> oh, with your tail? I can't with wait. With the tail. Oh, so you really can light cigars now. I can. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Without me just being, you know, like GM Fiat. It's, <laughs> I have it's, a question. It's in the rules. It's been training. Did Benjen go shopping in Sandpoint? <laughs> well, of course he did. I just like, I have this image of uh, Benjen going on a pretty woman style shopping spree. <laughs> and like, woman, nobody wants to help him because the street, he's the demon of Sandpoint. And then he finally gets what he wants. And then he goes back and he rubs it in their face with his shopping bag. Do you work on commission? <laughs> Huge mistake. Huge. Huge. <laughs> That's awesome. In his new outfit, you know, with his yeah. big, like, Sunday oh, going cool. to church hat. <laughs> with beautiful. holes for the horns. Exactly. Yeah. That's beautiful. What about Safi? I bet level three is big for you. Uh, uh, he took fighter dip. Uh, yeah. Oh, Safi decided to yeah. take yeah, a level he, one fighter? He, yep. yep. Multi-classic? He wanted, he wanted the armor to wear that's going to take away his entire archetype. Yes. Oh, and then he wanted to use uh, long swords. So cool. now I'm a fat man in chain that can't cast spells or use weapons. <laughs> That's it. Can you swing the sword? <laughs> I can't even pick it up. I'm drinking seven. It's oh, like it's like SpongeBob wait. trying to pick up the stick with the marshmallows for a barbell. You know, <laughs> like it pulls his arms off. I always yeah. like to bring it back. Your strength is seven. Yes. <laughs> I my dip was in the strength for this character. I have a seven strength. Ooh. Great. So what, yeah. what did actually you get? literally double your strength. I have a fourteen. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, we were talking about well, one of the new things I have second level spells. My domain spells, I can now cast bull strength, which we were joking that if I cast it on myself, I have a strength of eleven. <laughs> uh, which is still not even plus one. So uh so yeah, I got level two spells, uh domain spells. Uh Ecclesia Thurge at third level get a bonded item, kinda like a, a wizard does, so I can cast any spell I know once a day. From my spell list. Oh, that's without, cool. Yeah, without remem- without memorizing it. It's not like I get a spell back that I've cast. I can pick anything. So it's really good for those oh shit moments where you just need that perfect spell. What uh, what did you choose as your bonded item? It's it's the holy item. It's a it's my holy symbol. Uh, holy my symbol. mug. Your mug. Yeah, my my uh, Kate and Kelly. Can mug. you change the spell that's stored in it? There's no spell stored. It's just once a day I can pick any spell from my spell list that I can cast and cast it. Oh, spontaneously. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's just a good diversity. You know, it's, it's an extra like a, spell. Sounds like a get out of jail free card. Yeah, like people don't normally memorize cure disease or slow poison. Well, now if I need to, I can just, you know, help out the party. What else? Spells. Da, da, da. Oh, a new feat. I uh, picked up a neat feat called Eldritch Her- Heritage, which allows me to kind of have like a sorcerer background, which I chose Arcane, which allows me to have a bonded item 
or a familiar. I chose familiar. So I oh. now I now have a familiar uh Wow, little, you can actually critter. have both? I could have had two bonded items That's very cool. and have additional hmm. spells. But I thought it the I like the familiar I picked. Uh, he's right. he's cool. I want to see him instead. Yeah, I'm excited to see the familiar. Yeah. <laughs> so am I. That's it. What spells. Uh, what spells did you pick at level two? Uh I have two for what, what do I have memorized right now? I've got Shield Other and Bull Strength. And a line weapon. So if something is like resistant to evil, I can make you have a holy weapon or a good weapon. Oh, that's right. that'll be coming handy, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, it would have been nice for that fight with the damn closet. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. So And a plus one reflex. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, that was the key. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my speed went up to forty. That's pretty cool. Mm. Ooh. You said reflex. That I was thinking big. about speed. That's, that's pretty big. I feel, I feel like we're stretching and reaching for new stuff now. So oh, Plus 10 to movement's pretty awesome. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he says that it's not that big of a deal until I move 40 feet up to his creature's face and flurry of blows. Yeah. And then he's going, oh! where'd you, where you get that extra 10 feet from? Like at really high levels, your movement's like 90, isn't it? Uh, it just, gets up there. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. But let's play anyway, this game. Yeah, anyway. You all wake up in the morning, and we're going to visit Safi first. Uh, in his room, sweat pouring down his face, probably a few more tears as he sips on this uh, mug that finally turned into his ale of choice. Does he drink like coffee porters in the morning? Um, it just depends on the night. Right now he's probably drinking some pretty heavy duty alcohol. Yeah. I was going to tell you, Wes, I'm going to give him the drunk condition for this day. Because, yeah, after that nightmare, he's really hitting it hard today. So today is the day to attack you with the closet. Well, yeah, I mean, slur my spells. (laughs) Oh, God. I wonder if that's a thing. If you slur the spells, you accidentally cast something else. I'm not going to look it up. (laughs) (laughs) I say house rule. But I'll find out what the condition is, and I'll I'll add it. But, yeah, he's when he comes down for the morning after casting uh, Ears of the City, which is what I wanted to do, He's going to be a little sloshed already. So you're um, casting Ears of the City in your room before you come downstairs? Correct, yes. Okie dokie. Uh, I did take the time to look up what that spell does, and it's it's actually a really cool spell. Basically, it allows you to spend up to uh, several hours of your level. So if you're third level, you can spend up to 12 hours basically searching the city, looking for clues. Right. And it's just like talking to every single townsperson in Endpoint. It's like the gather information uh, mechanic of diplomacy. Right. Yes. And so for you, since you're level three, you get three diplomacy checks. Correct. To gather information. But with the spell, you I, get to use perception. Yes. And my perception is good. Yeah, but you're drunk. That's, well, I. Ooh, am I drunk? Dude, yeah. yeah, you're right. Let's see, what the, let's see what the condition does. Good call, Casey. High five over here. Hero point for Casey. I'm just kidding. We did get hero points. We all all have hero points. Oh, that's right. (laughs) That's right. You go up to level three. If you don't already have three hero points, you get one more. I have zero because I wasted them. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't a waste. It was entertaining. (laughs) Cool. So everybody's got their hero point. What is your perception now, Safi? I am still trying to find how to make the adjustment. So being drunk, uh, there's no, at least not in Hero Lab, according to PDFSRGORG, whatever the website is, it's essentially sickened. So I am sickened for the day. 
Get However, I would here. imagine that if I became sickened, I would be it'd stack, you know, like sure. drunk and sick. But that, yeah, so anyway, I'm going to cast uh, Here's the City, and it's a minus two to my perception. I just had this thought of like Safi waking up hungover, like a like drunk college girl needing to throw up, all of her friends holding her <gasps> hair behind them. And, no, I am okay. <laughs> no, no. I love you. <laughs> All right, my like, first casting this, seeing all the drama of the city, and then spreading the drama. Did you know? You know? Like, like, if you meet Safi in the bathroom, he's your best friend. <laughs> like, oh, how did you get there? <laughs> tell me all the good things. All right, first roll. Okay, what are you focusing on? Because oh, that is yeah, another part of uh, ears of the city. Is you can focus on a specific subject and learn information about that subject, as if you had spent one d four hours talking to the townspeople about that subject. So the first role is going to be concentrating on the relationship between Benjamin Lufkin and our friendly neighborhood tiefling, Benjamin. It took Not me a Lufkin. second. I was trying to remember who Benjamin Lufkin is. <laughs> it was last week, the guy that came in to attack you guys. Okay. So the relationship between Benjamin and Benjamin. And um, I rolled a total of 18. Total of 18. You see you see Lufkin working in a field growing tobacco. And you hear people whispering that he is trying to compete with Benjamin on tobacco selling within the town of Sandpoint. That's round one. I will focus again on their relationship. See, okay. kind of working off of that, has there been like bad blood? Like competition's one thing, but like really nasty. You know, 13. Total? Yeah. Oh, it's a bad roll. Yeah, I'm drunk. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> uh, you really don't pick up any more than that. Okay. And with my last thing, I actually had a, an idea last night. Uh, with my last ears to the city, we've never really hit on it before. Who is Nualia's boyfriend? Who got her pregnant? Like, does the city know who this... Like, who is this person? Who's this man, woman, or kid, or boy, or whatever? Um, so I'm going to try to figure that one out. And I'm going to use a hero point. Plus eight. Plus eight? Yeah. Nice. Because wow. that seems like it might be important, right? Like, we're trying to find her. She's becoming demonic. It's a baby. Yeah, it seems really important. Yeah, because so, I guess at this point, we don't really know what happened to the baby. Yeah. Because Benjamin knew she was pregnant, but then as far as he was aware, she died. Right. And so what happened to her? Who's the dad? Like, where's, yeah. what's his involvement in all this stuff? So I will do my last roll with a total of plus eight and my perception. Natural 18, so 35. Woo! Wow, you picked up a lot of information on Yay. this one. I really wish you'd rolled hide for that second one because I know the backstory. Yeah. I love it. I wrote it, so I'm like, I want this to come out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, maybe tomorrow or maybe when I ask you, like, what is your problem? <laughs> What's your deal, man? <laughs> Dude. So, yeah. Nualia. Nualia. This is asking the townspeople what they know. Yeah. And that role is like talking to the one midwife who would have known what happened and how Nualia became pregnant. Okay. Because that's a damn high role. For level three, that's pretty good, yeah. So you pick up this woman and her dreams, whispers from the past come back to you and appear to you in front of you when you cast this spell. You learn that Nualia became pregnant by a rapscallion. Rapscallion. I'm going to pause you one second because okay. that plus eight should actually uh, affect all of my rolls. I cast one spell with a hero point. <gasps> That's a good point. Yeah. 
So the maybe hero points are you're making diplomacy checks, separate diplomacy checks. You didn't roll okay. one on. Yeah, I got you. That's the yep. spell. You're Shoot. Right. But it's I three separate checks. I, tried. I know, I know, and I'm almost, I'm almost want to give it to you, but it was three separate checks. All right, Nualia was getting busy with a rapscallion from Magnamar. From Magnamar. And when he learned that she was pregnant, it was the classic teenage love story. Nualia is rebelling against her father. She wants to and is uh, enamored with this rapscallion from Magnamar. But when he finds out that she was pregnant, he called her all sorts of names and left her. No name of the rapscallion. Nobody really knows it. It's definitely not important. Okay. Uh, It's something, it's... He's a bad dude. So she got in with the wrong crowd or fell in love with the bad boy kind of thing. And exactly. He she, knocked her up and took off. She liked the uh, leather motorcycle yeah, jacket right. he wore. And Greaser then, hair. Yeah. It's just Uncle Jesse from uh, Full House. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> the Rapscallion is now played by John Stamos. <laughs> He's a beautiful man. He is a beautiful, he is a beautiful man. man. Cool. All right. So not really a whole lot there. It's just he's just... Um, he was a sperm depositor. <laughs> you know what? With that 35, you found the midwife who delivered the baby. The baby's been born. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's news. I assume oh. the baby died in the fire. Nope. <gasps> so I don't have any more information about that because I got it from the spell, but I know who to go talk to in person. I'll give it to you. Okay. 35, man. Go for it. I'll take it. She delivered the baby. It was monstrous. As in like hideous like creature wise disgusting worse than just a tiefling monstrous ouch worse than a tiefling that's they, disgusting well, oh I, think, I mean galarian tieflings are disgusting it's not like in uh, <laughs> other d6 or d20 systems where tieflings are a dime a dozen you know right they're pretty rare but this one is grosser more disgusting the midwife and the three that helped deliver the baby took it away and basically threw it over a cliff <gasps> oh no are those four people still in town? Yes, those four people are probably still in town if they have not moved out. Okay. You say monstrous and ugly like sin spawn level? Like which? Sh- or like Corvus with like a third arm and mutated yeah, yeah, gnarly. Yeah, 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 exactly. More like Corvus. Ew. That's Mottled skin, scaly, disgusting, multiple arms. The uh, mash two kind of. It was as if it was Ugh. born underneath Oak Ridge. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Mutated. And pe- did you say which cliff it was thrown off of? It would have what? been... <laughs> trying to think about in Sandpoint. Uh, probably over the cliff from the lighthouse. Is that the same cliff that uh, Amiko's mother no. killed herself off of? Not the same one. That one's farther south in town. This baby would have been basically taken up into the lighthouse and then tossed out into the ocean. Jeez, that extra height, huh? Mm, they want to make sure, man. <laughs> like, there are better ways to make sure than just following up higher, but whatever. Put the baby in a bag, put some rocks in it, and then toss it in the water. Good God. <laughs> Casey's been thinking about this. Now I'm a little worried. What is Finland really here for? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't know, and I'm really curious. I can't wait to find out Finland's backstory. Ditto. <clears throat> well, we know he's delivering a friend up north, right? Like uh, his his ashes? Yes. I almost had his name. I wrote his name down. Sigrunner. Sigrunner. Yep. Sigrunner. Okay. Uh, that's, that's, that's all spell. you get. That's, spell's over. And that's pretty good. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not yeah, not just the spell, but yeah. <laughs> and uh, Safi will head downstairs. 
What is everybody else doing? Uh, are you just going through your normal routine, then heading downstairs to have Bethana Corwin serve you uh, breakfast? I was probably already up. Like, remember, Benjamin's a farmer, so he gets up at the crack of dawn innately. Uh, so he's probably already sitting down there waiting on you guys. Already had four or five cups of coffee, had his meat and break breakfast ready and already down. Finland doesn't get up as early as a farmer, but pretty early, typically. Um, but he's going to get ready, get ready for patrol. He goes down, has a quick breakfast, and then he's going to want to go out, see if there's any other uh, issues with townspeople um, going on. Looking for some of Davrin's friends. <laughs> Looking for some Davrin's friends, but he will at least sit down and talk before leaving. It's not like he's just like, bye, peace out. <laughs> Good. I hope not. <laughs> so Finland, Benjen at the table having a conversation. When does Yenli come downstairs? Yenli's probably been up for a little while milling around because she doesn't have her journal. Oh, no, that's right. She's probably anxious. <laughs> Very. So she's probably been, you know, she's drawing on the walls. Around. Yes. Yes. Just Beautiful. huge ink murals. No, not really. But yeah, she's probably she's probably a little fidgety, but she'll eventually, you know, mill in and come sit down and probably pick at some breakfast. And last but not least is Safi sauntering down around, I don't know, noon, one o'clock. That probably woke him up pretty early. Okay. He's probably down pretty early too. Gotcha. Not, maybe still last, but like eight o'clock, nine o'clock. So when Safi heads downstairs, what does he look like to the other three who are waiting on you? Pretty much the same as far as clothing, um, little circles under his eyes, a little bleary eyed. You know, he's just started his day drinking, so he's not absolutely hammered, but he, he looks like he's a little more intoxicated than most days. And he sits down with, I guess, uh, Yinli and Benjamin? No. Has Finland left already? No, I'm still here. Oh, so everybody's there. Good morning. Morning. Rough night? Yes. Yes, it was. Are you okay, Sophie? I'm very, very good. Thank you very much. And he drinks a little bit. Uh, I spoke with Caden Killian this morning. How is he? He's very good. Thank you very much. He, he, he asks That's about good. Desna. How's Desna? Desna good? Nah, hasn't talked to me. Well. I wouldn't know. I would hope oh, so. Oh, you should do that. Nualia had her baby. Excuse me? She had her baby. This is... Um, this news, I assume the baby would have died in the fire, but I also assume she died in the fire, so... I didn't think about it being five years ago that she was pregnant, so of course it would have been born by now, but no. I know who birthed the baby, and they... they killed it. Wow. Uh, why? Why? What was... Was there something wrong with them? Her? It? It looked like the, it was mutated by the Lamashtu. It was a monster. That's awful. That's like really, truly awful. Corpus. Yes. I think it would be a good idea to talk to those uh, midwives ladies at some point. Yeah, we could definitely gather more information. Maybe they have some... Maybe they know who all was involved in this. Let's see what the hell they were thinking. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Uh, otherwise, you know, she, she, the father lives in Magnamar. He's a nothing. He's a, a garbage... Yes, I never once uh, I never once met him. I only knew she was pregnant. Yes, yes. Finland, how are you this morning? Good. Are you all ready to go patrol? <laughs> patrol the city. That's funny. Yinli, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> and Finland creeps out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess I'll do my job. <laughs> Just pick Panther style. Just. Yep. Yeah. If he sees you, like when he starts to get up and leave, he'll tell you, Finland. Uh, 
All the trouble in this town, trust me, they'll come to me. All you have to do is sit around and wait. <laughs> Last night was not case in point enough for you, then I don't know what will be, friend. <laughs> if I can stop it before it happens, I've done my job. Yidley, you sleep well? Can't complain. Good, good. I will be sure to get your journal for you. I know you're uh, a little antsy over it. Thank you. And I promise I won't read it. Thank you. I, uh, I'm i going to go talk to the, uh, the four asses from yesterday. And in jail. Not talking. <laughs> it just hit me that that's what you said. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like the whole... For a second, I thought he said molasses, yeah. four asses, the four last, four last, yeah. Yeah, the, the assholes from yesterday. Okay, I got you. Uh, I am going to go talk to uh, Sable, see if we can't get any update from her, maybe, uh, of the text that they've been pouring through, and I'll also get Yinli's journal. I am going to check on Amiko this morning as well. I fear that this most recent takeover for her family is probably affecting her very heavily. Okay, go talk to Blue Lady. Yeah, that's good. Safi, hmm. would you like me to come with you? Of course, yes. I love your company. You guys are beautiful. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. And so you all head out to take care of the day. Uh, let's go with Benjen first, with you heading to the Temple of Bluestone. Is that correct? Yes, yep. You want to talk to Sable and Father Xantus, who are supposedly poring over the books, trying to find some information on the Sin Spawn, as well as the cathedral that was underneath. Correct. Yep. And while I'm at the Temple of Bluestones, that's when I will actually buy the weapon I mentioned earlier. Uh, I would have picked it up from there anyways. Okay, so you're doing a little bit of a shopping trip. So yeah, I mentioned earlier uh, that I had bought something. It's That's where I would have bought okay. it. Uh, Yinli, did you draw in the journal the statue that you saw in there? Yes. So they have a pretty good idea of what that statue looks like. And Father Xantos is actually when Benjen walks in to the temple. Uh, Father Xantos has it, the journal open to that page. And he has books piled up around him. And Sable takes one down. She's flipping through it, looking for something. And then Father Xantos takes one down. They're flipping through it. And they have obviously gone through dozens of books by this point. They've been up all night talking about dark circles under their eyes and worry looks on their face they're haggard at this point they've been up forever and father Xantos is looking for one very specific bit of information on who that statue is about can i give him my hero point <laughs> you could i wouldn't recommend it then i won't <laughs> i said that as i saw you roll and your face just like <laughs> it wouldn't help He's like, and he, you walk in and he's looking, he's like, I, I recognize this symbol. I recognize this statue. It's just right here. And Sable's like, I know the exact same thing. It's right here in front of me and I can't figure it out. Oh, it's like it's on the tip of your tongue. Exactly like that. It's like you're rolling ones. It's like I'm rolling a three <laughs> and a four and can't figure out who this is and so they're gonna have to spend the rest of the day looking up the information i will check back in with you before we leave for the evening oh yeah that that'll be great um just give us give us tomorrow morning we'll we'll check again tomorrow morning okay i'll check in in the morning and then we're gonna visit uh yinli and safi i will need that journal back you what that journal no 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 these are great great notes and drawings we have to keep this journal a photo lasts longer 
What's a photo? Uh, oh, right. Let me just pull out my cell phone here. Yeah. Snap, 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 snap. Uh, Come on, man. I, okay. I'll figure out something to tell Yinli. Tell you what. Uh, he has brought in a couple of scribes from the, the temple to Desna. Uh, I'm pretty sure that clerics have a copy spell. I was just looking that up. Yeah. I'm looking that up right now. And so he uses the spell Xeroxing to make a copy of the journal, and he goes. So he 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 hands it over to you. Okay. Thank you very much. I'm sorry that you couldn't have it longer. However, Yinli scares me. Well, <laughs> luckily, luckily we have the spell Xeroxing, so we will be okay. For it's a good spell. Uh, so we have exact copies of what's here. You'd almost call them photos. Photo. Sorcerer, wizard, and bards, they have copy. They'll figure it out. Ah, okay. You'd think a cleric would have it, right? Like, that's their thing. They were in yeah. temples. That's why I assume they have it. You things. know what? In this world, by golly, they do. Damn right. That's what we're going to say. Okay, Safi and Yenli, you have made it, made your way to the prison where you locked up the four asses from yesterday. Did, uh, you, did you ever catch your fish? No. That sucks. I know. I've been trying forever. Hmm. No boats. No what? Nobody to help. No boats? You no have to boats. go out in the ocean? Mm. What kind of fish is it? Big one. They have a, like, a big name? Yes. You don't know the name of it, do you? I do. You do? What's it called? I just don't want to tell you. Oh, You don't laugh at me. <laughs> of course I will. It's fun. <laughs> I'm trying to catch old murder more. <laughs> old murder more. Murder maw. Yes. What kind of fish is it? Is it a, a shark? Barracuda? Oh. Clownfish. Mm-hmm. You're going to catch a clownfish? Yes. Good luck. I, uh, okay. Uh, we're going to. I, I guess it's the jail. Is there actually jail? Like. Yes, jail, uh, and I picture it just <clears throat> like the jail we saw in Trinity is My Name. There's a front <laughs> office. There's a cot off to the side the sheriff or the deputy could sleep on. There's a desk there. There's a wooden, heavy, heavy wooden door that leads into a back hallway with jail cells on either side. Okay, so they're locked secure. We don't have to worry about them jumping us or... Yeah. No, you've locked them away behind iron bars. The keys hang on the other side of the big heavy wooden door. Okay. Uh, let's go talk to these people. Don't worry, Safi. They got to get past me if they're going to escape. Oh, very good. Yeah, that's how I know. Uh, walk inside, open the door, find... Looking for, uh, really, Benjamin Lufkin. Benjamin Lufkin? Mm-hmm. He's uh, out cold on one of the cots. Anybody awake? Arm? No, no. They're no. all out? Yeah. They're sleeping off a heavy hangover. Uh, <laughs> Safi will take his mug and, like, across the bars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, ow, ow. Wicky, wicky, Safi's here. <laughs> We're up. What? Benjamin. It wasn't enough you locked us in here. Well, you broke the law. Why do you and Benji hate each other? I don't know. Like, he... He he could think maybe I'm trying to copy him or something. I don't know. The tobacco. Yeah, yeah. I grow tobacco, too. Mine's better than his, though. 
<laughs> Somewhere off in the distance, yeah. Jim laughs. laughs. That, that can't be it. I, I, Benji is a is a good man. I don't know why he would try to kill you. I don't know. He just can't you sense motive. Yeah. Yes, you may. All right. I think it's pretty obvious, though. Uh, natural twenty. Uh, nice. Ooh. So he's, in my drunken state, it's twenty-eight. He's hiding something. <laughs> You're lying to me, and I'm going to keep you in this jail till you tell me the truth. I'm not lying so much as I'm leaving out maybe some information. Yenli will step up with her machete and just smack the iron bars. Oh, my head. Intimidate? Oh, yes, yes, I'm no, intimidating. No, 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 don't even roll. Don't even roll. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll look at him and say, you better tell my friend what he wants to know. Okay, 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 just don't. Make any more noise, okay? She'll hold the machete up just just in case. At the ready. All right. So there was a night several years ago. I was struggling. The, my farm wasn't doing so well. And old Benjamin can undercut all of my prices, and he can just always seem to make money. And I thought maybe if I poisoned his crops things would work out and he kind of caught me but he has never he's never really talked to me about it so I don't really you know but I assume that's what happened you poisoned all of his crops well I tried but it was really weird he was it was the middle of the night he was in the middle of the field there was like blood on his face and as soon as I saw it, I ran. So I never actually got to follow through with it, so I don't know why that would make him mad. Why are you with this, uh, Deverin prick? He is a bit of a prick, isn't he? Oh, how can you say that about me? You shut up. I will be with you in a minute. Well, you know, you get a few in you, and he brings up the idea that Benjen seems to be doing better in this town than we are and Benjen makes tons of money and everybody just seems to love Benjen and well just trying to bring him down a peg sounds like a good idea you know. well, in my experience most people do not love Benjen in this town well, they don't act like it well he was talking to the mayor like they were best friends he's parading around with you three and star on his chest just, mm. You're jealous because you're a piece of shit. Well, that's why we named it. I kind of suggested it the, the Protectors of Sandpoint. Is it just the four of you? Yeah. Are you going to do stupid things anymore? It that sounds like a really bad idea with you four being in town. Just, no, I won't do anything stupid again. Do I have your word? Yeah, you want to shake on it? No, I don't want to touch it. Good. I don't want to touch you either. Yenli will hit the bars again. Oh, God! <laughs> oh. What have I said about insulting my friends? Well, he... Shh. Okay. Shh. Okay. 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 I will consult with the other uh, deputies to see whether or not they're ready for you to leave. Well, I'll just continue sleeping off this hangover then. Benjamin. Yes? You need to make amends. Men's? Yes. With whom? Benjen. 
doesn't seem to really want to make amends, or, you know, I'd, I'd be willing to, you know, bump fists or something. You don't want to bump fists with this man. You're right. It would hurt. Most people don't request amends. Amends are given freely to make up for something bad that they've done in the past. It is up to you not to ask him if he wants amends. You do this. Okay. I'll try. Go back to sleep. And Safi heads out. Shall we go? Yes. What are you doing? Why are you, aren't you going to let us out of here? No. You've locked us up for too long. Is that Devon? Yeah. Oh. The statutes of Sandpoint say you can't lock me up without cause for more than 24 hours. Yenley walks up and hits his bars. Oh! <laughs> God. Gosh. Mm. Woman. Stop talking to my friend that way. Woman one day. Stop. One day. Stop. Shh. And he's, he's not even looking at her. You, he's you, looking off to the side. You can bring it up with the sheriff when he gets back in a week. A week? <laughs> uh, what am I going to do with my stables for a week? I, I think <laughs> Finland will take care of <laughs> Actually, that's where I'm going. <laughs> so we'll cut the scene there, and then we'll immediately go over and see Finland. Finland, what are you up to? So first thing I'm doing is going to the Goblin Squash Stables. <laughs> And I'm checking out the area. One, to see and make sure that it is still running and operating. And two, if I can find that there is any other degenerates around this area. Gotcha. So there is no one operating the stables at this point. And have we ever discussed what the stables actually look like on the inside? I don't think so. We we got some horses from them when we went um, boar hunting. But that was actually um, Alderaan. Elder. But we did get him from the stable. We did, but he got them. I don't think we were with them. Yeah, so, uh, so I don't think it was ever brought up. There, when you get to the goblin squash stables, the goblin hatred has permeated this entire stable. It is classic Rambo inside, with the goblin ears on necklace and strings <gasps> of rope just hanging everywhere. There is a large jar, like a canopic jar, but glass that you can look and see inside, and there is a preserved corpse of a former goblin chief inside of that jar. Oh. So that changes my direction of what I'm going to do for this day. (laughs) And this is straight out of the book. I did not make this up. Really? I just want to point that out. That's cool. So that's what you see as you're walking up. He does not hide this jar in the front. He is proud of it. The goblin ears hanging from strings all the way around the place. He is proud of these trophies. So I'm going to immediately begin taking down these trophies because this sort of display for me is not something that, well, for Finland, is not something that he's going to want to see. So So he's going to start cleaning up the area. So as you like turn your back and you begin chopping down these, uh, these goblin ears everywhere and you're taking them down and like throwing away or doing whatever it is you do, you hear glass crash behind you. Hey, uh, is this your place? Uh, no, and I pull out my rapier. Oh, shit, motherfucker. <laughs> I pull out my scimitar. Third level feet was Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, ladies and gentlemen. We're done here. It just doesn't get any better than that right there. <laughs> oh, no. 
Yeah, I uh, I found this place. I was leaving that Swallowtail Festival, freaking goblins everywhere, and I'm talking like the mangy kind, you know? Not like me. I'm a little cleaner, a little more intelligent. What are you doing here? I should ask you the same thing. What are you doing here? I got a house full of goblin shit. I'm going to wreck it. Uh, have you killed the animals? Why would I kill the animals? They didn't kill the goblins. Some fat fuck did. I'm here to clean up, to feed the animals, take care of this place. You take care of the animals, and I'll take care of this place, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, don't damage it. I mean, he damaged my people. He may have damaged your people, but you've got to be better than him. So just kill the guy, right? Make him stop breathing, sleep eternally. He's in jail right now. He's oh, so you got crime. him captured? Yes. Cool. See ya. Oh. And Zort will head to the jail. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right. So, Finland, what are you doing? I'm cleaning up the goblin stuff that's around there, and I'm going to feed the animals. Um, how long do you think that would take me? A couple hours. All right. So, to do all the choring. My major goal was to make sure that the animals were not harmed by the actions that we took. So, that was there. And then the other thing I want to do is I'm going to go. S- is it safe right outside of town? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I'm going to go right outside of town and just kind of almost like a picnic. But instead of eating or eating food or any of that stuff, I'm just sitting down and I grab the bag of ashes and I'm just casting light on it and then turning it off. And casting light on it, turning it off. It will fade on that very sad scene that we're going to visit again in a minute. We'll cut back to the prison where Safi and Yinli have left. They've closed the prison door behind them and they're beginning to walk down the street back towards the Rusty Dragon Inn. They hear the door to the prison open behind them. And as he is walking in, you hear someone say, Hey baby, I've heard you like to string up goblin ears. Well, I got two for you right here. The door slams behind him as he walks in. What the hell with them? They get what they deserve. I do care. Gonna go have some more drink. Wait, are you sure? Well, drink? Of course I'm sure. I drink all the time. <laughs> you, the little goblin man. He just went back in the jail. You want to leave him there? We should go check. Eh. Okay, you go first. Uh, that's fine. Okay, and Yenli will walk back toward the uh, toward the jail and go inside. You see uh, Davrin. Is it Davrin? Yeah, Davrin Hosk. Davrin Hosk has uh, got his hands tied behind his back, and he's on his stomach, and Zort has a giant slicer uh, uh, like next to his ear. I'm gonna string you up now. <laughs> and Yenli will run over and grab Zort. Hey, 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 what are you doing? And hold him up. What? What is it? Don't hold a goblin? This, this what is are the... you doing? A man hangs up goblin ears. I wanted a necklace what are you of about? human ears. Oh, God. Oh, no, no. He's in jail. He's in prison. He's going to be dealt with. Yeah, well, I'm sure if it was elf ears, you'd feel a little oh, different. Oh, God. Oh, I, I'm sure I would, but that, that doesn't change the fact that you, you can't do this. Not here. All right. Are you going to stop me? Yes. And she will grapple him. And I'm sure you can do it with no problem. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I won't cut his ears off. Today. And he looks back at Davrin. <sighs> All oh, right. Oh, this is not good. Safi. Safi. Safi is sitting in a chair, feet up on the desk, drinking his beer. <laughs> oh, Yinli, just would you like to let me go? She'll bang on the doors again. Oh, <laughs> shh! I don't want to hear from you anymore. <sighs> no more noise. Yeah, she saved your life today, or at least your ears. This is what happens when you lock up an innocent man. 
I am not so innocent. You attacked us yesterday. We are the law. Yeah, you killed plenty of my friends. You goblins are disgusting creatures. Yeah, let me get at him. Let me get at him. And he's like punching <laughs> Inley. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. You're lovely people, all of you. Just get them out of here. I'm very, very tempted to cast bull strength on Zort. <laughs> <laughs> that would bring his strength up to like yeah, a 10. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's got terrible strength. That's hilarious. It would be pretty funny, though. I mean, Yinli, what do you do yeah, with Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not done. Like, I'm, I'm, not done. Okay. I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay, so she's got him She's got him grappled, so she'll hold him up and look at him and say, listen, I need you to make me a promise. Uh, what am I going to get? What do you want, money? Sure. I like money. It's gold. Okay. Looks good. Especially on me. <laughs> I will pay you one gold coin. The fuck one gold? <sighs> I would so much rather have this man's ears or I hanging from my neck. I will pay you ten gold coins. Ten gold coins, huh? Mm-hmm. I could buy a pretty penny with that. I will pay you ten gold coins if you promise me that you will not come back to this jail to bother them. He After kinda, that, it's up to you. He kind of looks around and thinks about it. He's like, hmm, I can wait a week. All right, ten gold sounds good. Okay, and she'll she'll hold out her hand to shake. He spits in it. Yeah, right. Put it there. She she vomits. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but she does kind of quick spit. Yeah, but she'll shake his hand and she will reach into a bag and give him the gold coins. And you see him take the gold coins and he turns around and begins to walk away and you see his fingers are crossed behind his back. <laughs> you little shit. <laughs> no, and she sees it and she screams after him. You little shit. <laughs> We are going to fade to black on that one. <laughs> and let's pick back up with a very sad creature named Fenlon. Oh, he's more than a creature. Yeah, that was mean. Wording. Come on, Do I have claws now? Um, like tusks. Fenlon's just... Brooding's not the right word. He's just sitting there reflecting of the life of his friend. He's been on a mission and now that mission has been interrupted and so he's just kind of thinking about how much time left until he can get back to his mission he's promised the sheriff a week and now we're what three days into that so four more days and you just hear Finland saying four more days and then he puts the bag away he gets up goes back to patrol and we'll go pick up on Benjin. Uh, Benjin's probably checking in with Amiko, wherever she may be. I don't know if she's at her bar, probably up in her room. She, uh, if you ask around town just real quick, where you, can you find Amiko, they will send you to the Kaijitsu Manor, which is up on a bluff overlooking Sandpoint. Ah, uh, that's right, that's right. Okay, it's so a pretty good distance away. He'll head up to the bluff then. It is a massive, massive manor. There's probably 30 rooms inside this place. It's huge. It's well attended. The Kaijitsu family is actually quite well off. And now Amiko is at the head of this family. Sudo's gone. Her father is dead. She is the last remaining Kaijitsu. Wow, that's sad. So you're walking through up to the manor. She is inside. You knock on the door. She finally, one of the housekeepers answers the door and they announce your arrival. And she finally comes downstairs uh, dressed in all black. Uh, Miko, I'm sorry to bother you. I know this is a bad time, but I just wanted to check in on you. A lot's happened to the town and to us, uh, to you. Are you okay? Um, Benjen, it's good to see you. Oh, it's always good to see you. Um, He'll give her a hug, too. I mean, they're really good friends, you know. Uh, I've I'd lost my father not that long ago. 
how long ago is it at this point? Two three days? Three days, two three days. days. I think it's been about two days. Uh, I lost my father three days ago. Um, and then uh, my brother, I've at this point also lost. He, uh, he's not coming back. Have you, have you have heard any more that. from him? No. Not since the last letter, that is. He sent me those. I refuse to help him turn over Sandpoint to this woman that he is obsessed with. The woman is apparently uh, Nualia. You remember her from the New- town? New- y- yes. But she she died in the fire. That's what I thought as well. However, it has come to light that apparently she is worshipping Lamash too and is turning into a demon of some kind, or wanting to at least. Uh, your brother had a journal full of demonic-looking pictures of her. Then, to not be overdramatic, but the Nualia we knew died in that fire. I'm sure she did. This is uh, something new, something different. Something surely has control of her body. So, Benjen, um, not to be rude, but I am planning a funeral, and I'm having to work with uh, several of my workers from the Glassworks family now. We, uh, we have a lot of work to attend to. Um, I know you're busy. Unless there's something pressing. Thank you for checking on me, but I really must get back to I it. I understand. I understand. Uh, if there's anything that we can do to help with the funeral, please let me know. I would love to be able to be there for you in any way. And then you turn around to walk out the door, and she says, Benjen? Uh, yes, yes. Will you be at the funeral? If I can be, I will be there for you. It's in two days. In two days. I will try. Thank you. And so unless Benjen has something else to do with uh, Miko, anything left? No, I think, uh, you know, he's just kind of wanting to check in on his friend to make sure everything's good there. Uh, I don't, he knows that there's really not a lot he can do other than just be there. So, well, where are you going to head next then? Uh, so I've got Yinli's journal. I've checked in with everybody I want to. Uh, it's probably like, what, four or five in the evening at this point? It's probably early afternoon. Early Maybe afternoon. Maybe three-ish. Um, he'll probably just head back into town, keep an eye out for any squirrely goblins that might have been, you know, stuck in town somewhere. Um, hanging out in, what'd you guys call it? The uh, wardrobe. The bureau. The bureau. Uh, but other than that, he's just going to head back to the inn. Uh, Yinli and uh, Safi, you both dealt with Mr. Zort and sent him on his way. Bribed. <laughs> That's dealing. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. <laughs> uh, you know what? The two of you take 10 extra ex- hit, uh, XP points. Yeah! Dang it! <laughs> Suck it, bullseye! No! <laughs> what about Zort? Can Zort level up? <laughs> Zort is now level two. Oh um, what, uh, what are you two doing next? Safi's at the dragon drinking. Right back to the rusty dragon, yeah. Yenli, following, yeah. oh, keeping, yeah. keeping in a tabs on your good buddy over here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who seems to have lost his way for this day. Yeah, I think she's probably a little concerned since he wasn't so worried about a, <laughs> you know, Zort sawing off the ear of uh, one of the prisoners, you know. I was slicing. Much <laughs> quicker. Oh, oh, fine, okay. okay. I like a clean cut. Well, regardless. All right, so you two are back <laughs> in the rusty dragon inn. Uh, mm-hmm. How about Finland? Uh, he's, he packed everything up. Is he heading back into town? What's he doing? He's heading next? back into town. Um, I'm guessing he's going to probably end up going back to the inn. Kind of want to let the guy who manages the stables back out to take care of his horses. But I don't know if I would actually do that conviction wise. So I'm just going to head back to the inn. So Finland makes his way back to the inn. The four of you have arrived. You're now in the inn. It's early afternoon. Uh, Bethana is getting a meal ready to serve everyone that has entered the inn at this point. What else are you guys going to do for the day? 
Just hang out with you guys. Yeah, Safi and Safi. I'm not hungry. I don't want food. No, it's good. I just drink this. I'll take his. <laughs> um, all right, so you guys have arrived. What else are y'all doing next? So the mayor didn't seem interested in Rip Nugget, but that, that entry we saw. It's got me very worried. Goblins are coming. Yes, and, and coming in uh, masses, it sounds like. Perhaps we should go to them. Safi? What? Do you think this is a threat? What, goblins? Uh, no, I don't care. That's a bad. Wow. That's the first time I think I've heard Safi say he doesn't care about something. Yeah, I think so. Well, uh, Safi, I know that you perhaps don't find them too much of a threat, but you saw what just, what, 50, 20, 20 to 50 goblins could do to one town. This is an entire army of goblins. Am I correct in thinking that? I mean, this is... This is not just a small horde. This is a big one. Uh, I'm thinking we need to go to Thistletop and deal with this chieftain. That's it. Fine, fine. We'll go tomorrow. That's fine. Yeah. Sleep in for the rest of the evening. Rest up. We have a long trek ahead of us. In fact, I think I could take you all by my farm, introduce you to my folks, show you what I do for a living, and then we can head up to Thistletop. It'll be a good resting point. We can grab some breakfast, lunch, brunch... My mother makes a great, great meal. Shepherd's pie. This is fine. Well, it's fine. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, Safi, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. And he kind of looks at Finland and Yenli like, the fuck? <laughs> D-A-F-U-Q. Yes. The <laughs> <Da> fuck. <laughs> and Yenli will kind of just look at Safi with her eyebrows raised. Early on, Safi will probably just go up to his room by himself and just... Just leave everybody behind. The Safi that normally closes the bar down by buying drinks and making drinks for everybody has gone to bed early, everybody. It's a sad day. Yeah, it is. Uh, Benjamin didn't really, like, I think this is the first time Benjamin's freaked out by Safi in the sense that he's probably sitting there like, God, what did I do? What, what have I done to Safi? What have I said to Safi? You know, I mean, Benjamin's used to people hating him. He has right. social so, anxiety. Yeah, he does. Ooh. Like, super anxiety. Um, well... Uh, if uh, Safi's going to head up to bed, I think I will as well. Yenli will uh, walk up to Benjen before he leaves and, and poke him in the arm. Uh, yes? And hold her hand out. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and he, uh, he, his tail actually reaches into his uh, backpack, and he's like got his tail wrapped around your journal, and he's handing it over to you. And she looks at it a little, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know, like she's surprised. And she takes it and says, Thank you for taking such good care of it. Absolutely, yes. Uh, I almost couldn't get it back from uh, Sable and Father Xantos. They needed it. Luckily, they have this amazing spell called Xerox. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anything quite like it. Thank goodness for that. Yes. Uh, they so they're, they, they were unaware of uh, your drawings. They felt like they knew them, but they just couldn't put their finger on it. So I'm going to check with them in the morning before we leave. And you all go to sleep for the night. You wake up in the morning and you head out to Benjen's farm. And you spend the two hours on foot traveling towards the farm. Finland takes the time to take care of the animals in the stables. I don't want to overwrite you too much. It's all right. No, but you, you take care of what you need to in town and then you head out. Yeah, you, and go ahead. Benjen leaves a note with Bathana. Uh, basically, it's just a letter to Amiko saying, hey, you know, we had, to, we had to leave for the sake of the town. If I'm not back in time for your father's funeral, my apologies. You know, it's, but it's more sincere than that, you know. Can we borrow the horses? Sure. All right. Take this two-hour travel down to about 45 minutes. Yeah. 
I thought we were given those horses. You were? Yeah, okay. But we weren't given the saddle. We had to give yeah. the saddles back. Yeah, because I still have a horse on my character sheet. Yeah, me too. Penelope. And now that Davern's locked up, <laughs> you can just uh, do whatever you want with his stables. Uh-huh. Plan so to. we'll take some... some uh, uh, we're not stealing. We'll leave a note. We'll return it. Borrowing? We're renting? We're, bar- we're borrowing the... Um, <laughs> the saddles. I'm curious. When you walk into the stables to grab the saddles, does it stink in there? Because you just left that goblin corpse that was preserved in the liquid crashed on the ground. No, I said I cleaned it up. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, Zor would have gone back and actually, like, taken down all the goblin stuff if Finland hadn't already. (laughs) Gotcha. And clean up the corpse and actually bury it in... Right, right. Where would would Zort have buried the corpse? Would I... Would Zort recognize the corpse? Um, I mean, yeah, actually. Oh my god. Do you want me to make like a knowledge check? Cousin! Exactly. Cousin Eddie! Uh, What the hell are you doing up there? (laughs) Just for reference, Finland just tossed the goblin corpse out in the dung pile out back. Oh, fuck. It's a goblin corpse. It's been there for years. Well, maybe that's the appropriate place for it. You know? Maybe that's their dream to be buried in, you know. I I don't know. That's a good question. You know, they like gross things, right? They do, but. And Zort be like, hell yeah, man. One of the big shit pile in the sky. <laughs> you know? Uh, Sophie's going to grab all the, the, the trappings for... Basically, I'm going to grab a riding kit out of the, the stable area, and he'll leave the money that... You know, that the cost of it. Basically, I'm buying a riding kit. <laughs> <clears throat> a now extinct goblin tribe. The Bone Grinders. It was Chief Wartus. Chief Wartus. That was the body that you found. That Zort found. Yeah, I remember the Bone Grinders. Nana Edna told me all about him. Chief Wartus. Yeah, he was a good dude from what I heard. Fought many of battles. Can't believe he's been disrespected in a damn pot like this all these years. I'll take him and put him in his good place. Zort probably buries him like up under a tree or something like that. And then he leaves a giant dookie on this dude's table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so gross. you do, wait, answer your question. Walk? It does stink in there. <laughs> Absolutely smells <laughs> disgusting. So do we disgusting. walk in as he's like <laughs> no, it's, no, shitting he's on gone. the guy's desk? No, he's gone. Because that would be a really horrible sight. No, to but just when you walk in, that's there is a pile of steam or not steaming anymore. But <laughs> yeah. So yes, the goblin squash stables stink when you arrive to take the saddles. It's just not the corpse. It's Zort's refuse. Uh, it's, just, <laughs> it's just the word dookie. I've heard it. Dookie forever. Thank you, 12-year-olds. <laughs> right? I honest to God can't wait to put this in Zort's story. Are you nine? Yes. Is that what you are? No. Okay. No, Actually, five. yes, Zort is nine. <laughs> okay. Alrighty then. So you all head to Benjen's farm. And you're cantering down the road, drawing ever closer. That's when you start to notice smoke (gasps) coming from the farm. Oh. And it's more than just a chimney fire. It is definitely the deep black smoke of a home that is burning. Oh my God. And that is where we will pick up. You're you're (laughs) doing this to me? (laughs) Oh my God. You son of a bitch. Oh man. It's all Safi's fault. He had to go to sleep. Holy crap. So we'll see you next week, everybody. No! (laughs) 
Rocks and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are property of Paizo. Follow us on Twitter at BackPatioNet. Check out our website at BackPatioNetwork.com. If you're interested in supporting us, please visit our Patreon. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. Our Discord's fairly active if you want to get to know us better or just have a chat. I'm Casey. You can follow me on Twitter at CritFumbleCasey.